Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show number 374 with your host, Lauren Gray. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hospitality Marketing, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Gray, and this is episode number 374. So each week, we spend around 20 to 30 minutes sharing the most interesting tools, news, and techniques being used in marketing for the hospitality industry. Let's do a quick recap of our weekly live TV show, This Week in Hospitality Marketing, which airs every Friday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern U.S. time on the Hospitality Channel TV. So with that, let's get started. And now, today's new resource tool. So our tools for review this week are more about platforms than they are about SaaS or services. And you'll quickly get the gist of why we're putting these together based on the value proposition. The first tool is going to be kind of a familiar old standard. It's going to be related specifically to travel ads, and that is advertising.expedia.com. Sponsored listings and placement in Expedia. Um... The tool function use of it is a dashboard. There are a variety of ways to connect to this platform. Depends on what your requirements are uh, based on your brand, based on your third-party services that are doing this, uh, based on your um, property management system, your internet booking engine. Uh, All of them have criteria related to how they extract and draw uh, inventory from you uh, and then connect it to advertising capabilities uh, for inventory pings on advertising that you're putting on Expedia. But the core tool of connecting with Expedia is through their portal of advertising.expedia.com. This allows you to make ad placements within the Expedia network, Hotels.com, things like this. It, it works in that process. The second tool is relatively new. Um, when I speak with people in the industry, they're still a little, I'm still surprised that they don't know of this. It's TripAdvisor's new launched platform called TripAdvisorExpress.com. This advertising tool allows you to literally do ad placements within TripAdvisor. Um, We've known a long time that, uh, of course, with business listings, you have the opportunity of creating ad campaigns via that account. It's a very expensive account to have with TripAdvisor. Um, we also know that when it comes to meta search, you can control and mitigate your exposure in the TripAdvisor offerings that are there. Uh, but TripAdvisor has gone through, for those that are noticing, a cosmetic change, a facelift, as it were. Their interactions, uh, their UI has changed quite a lot as to how people interact with them. They're becoming more of a travel service provider in the way they've just done the recent updates, and they're being very visual about it. They've really leaned into their photography and videography and content segmentations 
much more so than they used to. And they're expanding how you get represented in their platform based on your payability to this. But there's more to the story than that. And we're going to get into that in just a moment in our technique discussion. So our two tools of discussion today, which we'll bring into our technique, is TripAdvisorAdExpress.com and Advertising.Expedia.com. And that brings us to our core discussion, and that is our technique of the week. Now, for this week's hospitality technique. So our technique of the week is labeled when gray is as clear as black or white. I did that as a parody being last name gray, obviously. Uh, love the color. But the idea, too, is that we're in now a realm of crossover advertisement capability. It used to be, and I'm going to wane over the old days, that uh, if you wanted to go and do radio advertisement, you went to the radio station or talked to the sales rep from the radio station that was most in genre to the, your audience that you wanted to reach, and you bought a package of space on there that the ads would play. The radio station would produce uh, a couple of versions of the ads for you. You would approve what it is, that which one you liked. And then they ran in the sequence that uh, you were paying for. I used to work in radio stations way back when I was itty bitty younger. And uh, I used to make ads and actually won awards making ads, which was fun. But I worked in a radio station for a long time. Uh, disc jockey, AM and FM, uh, all in Florida here. And uh, because of that, um, I am very intimate about the you know client relationship of what is it they want to get in the message. They always want more into the message than they wanted. Usually 30 seconds was the more preferred size of the ad, audio-wise, and then the ad was made. Now, that was the old days of doing that. You went to the radio station for radio station ads. You also went to the newspaper for newspaper ads if they weren't already beating on your door as to square inches and column width and what sections you were being put in and what prices and what editions, whether it's Sunday, whether it's Thursday, whether it was during the week. Those days are gone, but similar in lots of ways as to being able to still do this. However, there's a lot of crossover of where you want to place your ads based on to the demographics and the audiences that those platforms are reaching. That part stays the same. Uh, in this case, we're talking about travel ads on travel platforms, OTAs, um, like Expedia, like Hotels.com, like Travago, like Wago, um, that you can buy and advertise on in addition to the content that they are using of you to be represented in your market. Why is this more valuable than just making sure you pay for higher positioning on the pages? Well, it's a combination effort, really. If they see you high within the pages and they also see ads that are soliciting you on the same page, that trifecta is very strong. We've known that for many, many years since search engines really started showing multiple results, paid and organic. But it also does something in the sense of where you don't show up because you're in the results of the page, but rather you want to show up in areas that are complementary to what you are so that they do know that you're in the market that they're interested in and thereby are aware of you to look more into details of what you have to offer because of that. And I say that in particular when it comes to TripAdvisor's change of what they're doing or their, their focusing of what they're doing on the UI now of talking about travel ideas, things not to miss. They're really getting into the travel agency relationship of let me help you let me guide you through what you need which is falling very much lockstep into the expedias hotels wagos trabagos of the world that they want to become your travel partner um, you see their advertisement changing as to how they refer to themselves they're not there just to show you room rates and dates they're there to share with you the concept of discovery of travel 
So because of this, you're actually paying money to represent yourself better on somebody that is trying to step in line with a guest that is looking for you, but they find them earlier than they find you. So what you're doing to balance that scale is by paying these types of opportunities on the platforms, you're saying, great, if you want to step in line, let me make sure that you're flashing my brochure. That way, at least you get the benefit of the conversion, even if it's through the third-party channel. Now, we've had a love-hate conversation about what OTAs represent and what they do for you and what they, they do against you. And the reality of it is, is that it is a love-hate. There are benefits to what they do for you because they are projecting themselves in conversations that are really quite um, expensive to be in. And then they're soliciting, because of that, the ability to convert you or convert the guest to purchase through them for you in comparison to them coming to you directly. By advertising on them, you're kind of short-circuiting that. Not kind of, you are short-circuiting that. By using their catalyst of getting in front of people, but giving a window of direct communication of the guest to your property. That's where things like TripAdvisor uh, Express and Expedia Solutions and so forth are providing uh, an interesting new value proposition. Uh, speaking more about the TripAdvisor Express, um, the cool part, I think, that makes this unique, and there's actually more than one piece, there's two pieces to this part, is not just your targeting capabilities, which is who you're trying to reach, where are they geographically located, what's their demographics, what's their behavioral interests, those things you find on a variety of platforms. What you also have is the programmatic ability to target according to those filters, but also create a frequency cap that makes it viable that you're not overly blowing up and saturating your exposure to people uh, where they are not interested in you, they have no engagement with you, and no matter how many times you try to frequently show your ads in front of them, it now turns as a negative. We, we've, we all experienced that with retargeting and programmatic advertising, where it just is like, really, I go and look one time for anything related to you, and now I'm literally everywhere I go, there's your ad. It's it, it actually works counterproductive. So creating a frequency cap on your engagement with them is very powerful. But the part that I think is really interesting about TripAdvisor Express in particular, and that is your ability to filter what they were looking for in the sense of destination as or interest category and also in combination with dates of what they're interested in. And I think that that's a very decent value proposition for a platform that I'm not a big endorser of. I feel that TripAdvisor jumped the shark, metaphorically, when it stopped ranking results based on quality reviews and consumer and customer guest engagement, and rather you could pay for the positioning. Once they did that, I thought their legitimacy of their value proposition to guests got diluted. It was a betrayal in my mind that they then have been perpetually floundering around to how to figure to monetize and keep relevant uh, outside of the general interest that TripAdvisor what is used for. Um, but I think this this ad this the Travel Ex um, Express a Trip a TripAdvisor Travel Express program that they have uh, is a good step in the well at least thus use the resources of data that they have in a way that allows us to make sure that we can be present in front of potential guests based on their usage of the TripAdvisor platform. And for that end, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what they're doing with this. Um, 
Again, the now, component of the targeting layer that, that I you like should know. is where are they from when they're looking, which is a normal filter. Who are they demographically as a filter? What are they interested in as a filter? And then flipping that on the other side of the coin of where are they interested in going? What are they interested in doing? And what are the things that they find behaviorally interesting to do while there? All of that data resides in TripAdvisor, so it makes it a good functional filtering tool to talk about what we can do for those things. And then, of course, you know, the old Expedia standby is be in front of the people, you know, being ever present in the usages of Expedia and its affiliate platforms by advertising in front of the demographics that Expedia knows their platform is being used for and geographic, so that you are always ever present in front of people as they use the platform to discover their interests, their destinations, and things that would be warranted for them to be interested in you. So uh, those are the, the, the two tools in relationship to our technique. Our technique, when gray is as clear as black and white, was really in reference to the fact that using these tools is not a either or, it's an and. But used in an and way in balancing to your channel segmentation of what MetaSearch is contributing to you for, what your paid ad campaigns are already contributing to you for for direct channel, and not to, to uh, cannibalize your traffic, but to amplify and augment your traffic on platforms like that by looking for opportunities like the TripAdvisor Ad Express, like the Expedia Advertising, that says, in addition to that, let's amplify our value proposition of these third parties or alternate platforms in their use by our future guests in awareness of us, in the hopes that they will come to us directly, reduce our cost by the usages of these platforms, by using these ad campaigns, and make it a viable relationship at that point. So there you have it, our technique this week, when gray is as clear as black or white. And that brings us to our news and show review. So our show today was about the advertisement roads less traveled. Obviously, that is a catalyst of our discussion of TripAdvisor Express and Expedia.com. Although I don't think travel ads are necessarily a road less traveled when it comes to advertising, because a lot of times I see an over-reliance on OTA advertisement as kind of a default, well, of course, I'm going to use that. And of course, I'm going to, you know, just rely on third parties to feed me business because in my mind, you're more you know, a little bit too lazy on doing your own advertising structure that would be more beneficial for you because there's cost of third party or cost of internalization cost of platforms cost of budgets to spend cost of analytics and tracking that you do with the platforms that you're using and so because of that there's a venture off we did talk more about things than just uh you know travel ads in that sense or or, or talking about um TripAdvisor ads and in the the parts that I say that are very unique to this the advertisement road less travel is we're very familiar with kind of the mainstay functions of Google ads being ads you know for the part that Google doesn't already own um, that that goes into um, Facebook ads, it's kind of a mainstay. And then we, we, we went wank, on in our, the live show about how when Facebook was the new kid and it was hard to convince uh, properties and ownerships that it is a viable channel for augmentation of advertising. Now it's just a de facto, yes, of course, we're going to do social ads on Facebook. Uh, it's a little different when you start talking about other variations, which is what the live show was really pointing at. Things that are not 
early additions to people's advertising campaigns like display advertising, programmatic advertising, where there's triggers and functionalities as to engagements with people. One that is, uh, I think, way overlooked for its value, and that is YouTube advertising. Um, The fact that it is the second largest search engine and it has an incredible amount of merit. And if you don't use, if you use YouTube personally in any which way, you now know the pervasiveness of ads. It used to be that ads would show up on videos that had a high viewership, and high meaning they were into the thousands. Now any video, regardless of whether even one or two people have watched it, has some sort of ad component to it based on its category of content and or interest of users. And it's now a mainstay of most things. And there's a variety of ads in YouTube. We, we talked about that actually on a podcast. Um, I think it was 369 we did that conversation about the variations of YouTube advertisement. Um, I'll go back in the show notes and make sure that's confirmed and put that in our show notes here. The other things, of course, um, there's OTA advertising and TripAdvisor ad advertising, which we just discussed. Metasearch advertising, which still is kind of a mixed understanding for some people. Those that understand it really see the value of it when it's usable for them based on the context of what Metasearch advertising is providing you. Um, Others that don't know it are lost and think that it is some sort of cost, not return value relationship or isn't the OTAs already doing it for us. And to a strange point, yes, they are. They're stealing your business because they're doing it and you're not. Then there's other things we talked uh, about as well, which was OTT advertising, over-the-top advertising, which is your uh, computer, your your smart TV advertising, the channels between the Hulus and the Spotify, not Spotify, excuse me, uh, the Slings and the YouTube TVs and so forth, where um, the ability for the targeting of OTT advertising is really burgeoning and coming into its own. And we're going to add that to a future podcast as well. Come up here sh- uh, shortly in the next couple of weeks, where we really start breaking down some of the variations of how to do that type of advertising. Then there's other things that I find that, um, that one that gets over, uh, overshot because of the uh, the the simplicity of its value, but the complexity of its execution, and that is SMS advertising. How and do well, and how can you do well in text advertising without it being invasive, pervasive, and a negative impact? There's a finesse and a style, but it takes a lot of ramping up to get the audience's engagement, their endorsement of being willing to discuss uh, to, to engage with you on SMS advertising for it to be a viable channel. And it is a hugely excellent channel to have, but you have to cultivate the trust of its use, its clarity of, of what you're using it for, and its segmentation to exactly what people are interested in you engaging them with for it to truly have the value that it should. Just Turning on SMS advertising and blanketing out with whatever you have connectivity-wise from a database is the worst thing you could do for that. Other things we discussed was Waze advertising, which is basically a map-based advertising that Google owns. And they have been crossing over more and more of the Waze functionality into Google Maps. But this is a part that strictly relies on Waze, and that is the ability to put yourself on a map, a little balloon with your logo. And on it, you can, based on proximity triggers, you say how far away from people they can be while driving. They can pop up while they're using Waze say, hey, you're hungry for a hamburger? Boom. And now they've added more visualization. They have drop-down slider ads that gives you more real estate to put your information on. Before, people had to see it in the map. 
and tap it for them to see your offer. They did have some pop-up functionalities, but it was relatively limited because you're talking to people while they're driving, so it doesn't want to be invasive, so they have to be very careful about this. But the neat part of it is on Waze, if they're interested in what they're having to offer, you can tap, yeah, add it to my, my journey, and boom, all of a sudden now it's been added into the string of what you're getting directions for. Very strong, very powerful, great for restaurants, great for, for ancillary services, and great for hotels, for roadside hotels. Uh, other things that I don't think people often pay attention to still are things like Yelp advertising. It is dysfunctional. I am not a fan of Yelp in general as being a major vanguard effort. But if you have outlets like food and beverage that can be featured, Yelp is a good standard, capable way of making sure that people that use the Yelp platform uh, use it for the reasons that they do. And having you in there through an advertisement that can be targeted uh, not as robustly as other platforms, but enough that it can be valuable. Uh, definitely something to consider. And the last is, of course, uh, not well at last, but the one the last ones we discussed was Pinterest advertising. It's uniqueness of an ecosystem that's of its own. People on Pinterest only see Pinterest ads, those types of things. Um, we didn't get into the room, a world of TikTok and so forth, because that is a whole variant discussion as to the merits and values. We did just do a podcast, a live show about TikTok and its value proposition of being the number one time spent website in the world. Um, and because of that, what does that mean? And what does it mean for your advertising efforts? Uh, so we didn't really talk about much in this live show, but and also uh, we talked about in great detail if it was even a function that you should be looking at doing when it comes to advertising based on a lot of criteria about the platform itself. So that was... Um, that was it. That was what we did for the advertisement road less travel. Um, our news item I want to bring discuss today is that it came out in Google Travel News uh, that we just recently that because of what's happening uh, with the inflation rate and gas prices going down, then up, and then who knows if they're going to go down again and probably going to go up. Uh, flight costs, you know, the announcement in the summertime that airlines were already going to be raising their rates for winter. Uh, if you don't buy it in the summer, you're going to be paying a higher rate as you get closer to winter. Uh, the dysfunctions of what happened with the travel of what the airline industry in, in in summer that we had to run through and the bad taste in everyone's mouth about even thinking that they have to fly. Um, all these things have put a impact on the um what Google refers to is what people are searching for. And what they're saying is roughly over 40% of current traveler research is limiting or is limited to their queries because of financial considerations. Um, how much money they have is more and more at play as to their travel or their de decision to travel. Uh, that's quite a large chunk because that means that, that that because of the anticipated retail costs and potential retail sales that are going to be offered because of the lack of, of money's expendable income, travel's in that category. And as we talked about many times, travel has two heavy components during the annual time of a person. That is a long duration uh, trip usually associated with spring or summer and then a holiday-based trip usually associated with fourth quarter holidays. So, that is something we talked about with a fourth quarter discussion as well. Um, the one that's relatively immune is, of course, the pent-up demand of affluent travelers. They are now feeling that they can travel more freely because of the reduction in travel restrictions due to COVID uh, and all the other things that prevented them from traveling as easily as they used to. So that that travel segment is not going to be affected by uh, negatively by financial considerations as much as the remainder. So there you have it. Of course, um, 
Remember, you can always find us on Google Play, Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, TunedIn, Podcast. The list goes on. 39 platforms and counting. We're even on Amazon's Alexa, Google Assistant, and Siri. Just ask them to play the Hospitality Marketing Podcast. And of course, no matter which one you may use, if you like the show, please rate us and leave a comment and smash the subscribe button if you haven't already subscribed. This helps not only us know that you're there and that you, the comments are always welcome. I answer each and every email associated with the podcast and the live show, but it also helps others discover our content as well. Plus, we'd always love the feedback is what you would like us to talk about. And if we're talking about the things you're interested in, if you have suggestions of talking about, we'll listen to them all. Um, of course, an archive of these pod, this podcast or any other podcast, along with any of our live shows, is Forever and I Love Lucy reruns on hospitalitychannel.tv. Of course, don't forget our live uh, talk show, um, TV talk show, that we do on our TV channel, Hospitality Channel, um, which you can find on Roku TV, Amazon TV, Apple TV, and Apple TV. Apple, 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 Amazon, uh, Apple, I'm missing one. Roku, Amazon, Apple, Google. Google, that's the one I was missing. We're, we're a TV channel. Just simply go look up the TV channel on your smart TV, Hospitality Channel. We're there. The live show is always on the free side of that. We do have a paid gateway that allows for additional content dedicated to the hospitality industry. Uh, if you join our Hospitality Marketing Club at hospitalitymarketing.club, um, the ability to watch the TV channel is included in that uh, by being a member of that. Right now, we're not charging for membership, but where there is a threshold criteria. We send you, you, you say that you're interested, we send you a quiz. You have to score nine out of 10 correctly because the club is about people that are already in the space as professional marketers for hospitality. This isn't the place where you find basic education. Uh, this is a peer group of people that are uh, at least a journeyman level of understanding and usability, and they want a community of people that they can interrelate with and communicate with and ask questions back and forth. We do live conversations and also guides and also training about advanced topics as well as, as moderate topics, but you have to have a working knowledge. There's plenty of other places that will teach you the basics and terms of it. We're not that place. We're the place, a place that uh, advanced people go to to have uh, more in-depth conversations. That is hospitalitymarketing.club. Welcome anybody that will be finding that interesting to join us with. So with that, um, I thank you for the privilege of your time. My name is Lauren Gray, and we will talk to you next week. You have been listening to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show 374 brought to you by Hospitality Digital Marketing and in support of the HSMAI, Hospitality Sales and Marketing Association International, All Right Reserve, Copyright 2022. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.